Congratulations! You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. We are very privileged today to have a special guest, Anna Edgington, a.k.a. Uh, their stage name, Edie, here on uh, the show for their release day with uh, fellow producer Karunan Saba. Because uh, today they've released a new single, Electronica Ambient Genre. Uh, it's called A Stone's Throw. And I'm joined now by Anna, a.k.a. Edie. You there, Edie? Hey, yep, I'm here. How you doing? Kia ora, I'm really good, thank you. Hey, um, hey. how's the uh, release day been treating you? Oh, awesome, thank you. Yeah, lots of love for this track, and uh, it's really it's really great to have it out in the world and, and for people to enjoy it. It's an awesome collaboration. Oh, our tahua hooky. So, a stone's throw. Uh, what an ethereal, amazing track you've released today. Uh, tell me and all the Radio 1 listeners, uh, what was the creative intention behind this track? Yeah, well, there are a couple of different threads that brought it together. Um, Kanan and I have been wanting to collaborate for a couple of years now, and it, it was just the right time. So, he sent me an idea um, during lockdown, and I I could hear what, what could happen vocally, and... Um, and then I, th- I think I was thinking a lot about um, empathy and individualism versus collectivism, and I, I wanted to. Well, what came out was um, the chorus idea, which you know, like people's lives are only a stone throw away, and it's a really good exercise to just uh, be in somebody else's sh- shoes for a bit. And um, yeah, and so it started there, and it was just like a really organic, natural flowing process. Yeah, wow. To where it is now. Yeah, do you find most of your tracks usually come out like that? Like, you get an idea, and then you instantly know, like, oh, I know what to write about? Yeah, I think musically, Kanan and I are very similar in that we really enjoy happy accidents. Um, <laughs> and so, <Don't> we all? <laughs> happy accidents, or um, just building on creative ideas, and that naturally... I, I think we both respond to sound, you know, sonic ideas, and then from that, our imagination kind of take it to the next where it wants to be next which is a really nice process and it's really nice to work with somebody who has that process too yeah um, but yeah I mean tracks can come about through different processes but that happy accidents are my, are my favourite yeah for sure yeah that's like yeah. A, a deeper bond you're expressing there with Karen um what yeah. is when when did you guys meet because I've heard that you've had like a history together of collaboration which is really cool yeah we met in maybe late 2012 when I started producing self-producing and um mm. a really good friend uh Patty Fred and um Pat Stewart ran this night called Fresh Produce down in Meow in Wellington and oh wow yeah. I was really just getting going and just trying some stuff and Kanan was there and um, I was just always super impressed by his beats and his sampling and his um, aesthetic and then Kanan went over to Canada for a while and so wow. touched a little bit uh, and then came back I think we were at a Cave Circles gig in Wellington and then yeah. we were just like okay this, this is a good time to collaborate let's do it yeah, sick. Did he did he kind of come back with like different influences? Do you find like from Canada, like some sort of like new yeah. music taste or something that influenced yeah. the track? Um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't want to speak for him, but I think <laughs> you know he's he's always listening. His listening experience is so diverse and yeah. um, unfolding that 
no doubt he was listening to a lot of stuff mm. on his travels there and I think travel changes you too or you know expands your, yeah. your mind and oh. but yeah I'm not, I'm not sure how he would answer that question but yeah oh an ideal time too to have travelled especially in before yeah like lockdown pre, and stuff pre-covid Mm. But it hasn't seemed to stop you guys. Like, what's your what's your workflow? Is it mainly online based, as you expressed earlier? Like, he sends you an idea, and you're just like, oh, and boom. Yeah, it, ha- it was all remote to begin with. Mm. Um, so, I think we both like to sort of get into the zone in our own spaces, which yeah. was kind of cool. And um, we just send little snippets back and forth through Facebook Messenger. Like, what do you think? And actually, I felt quite comfortable sending him uh, little tiny snippets. It's probably quite annoying for him, actually. But, um, yeah, just just always sending each other's um, progress that we've made just to inspire each other and, and to keep that flow going. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Um, quote, I was a child that broke the spell, and I just see him staring into me. Such, like, capturing lyrics of, uh, did, what do you express earlier? Was it individualism, like, the theme? Yeah, uh, well, I think, um, you know, one of, one of the big themes was um, how the next generation hmm. always um, challenges to be yeah. more active and, and, and bring in about change because, you know, when we start to feel a little bit, um, uh, you know, as we get older, there's, there's always um, a shift to kind of slow down and maybe become more conservative with our thinking and more calcified with our thinking. And then the next generation, if we really listen to them, they can just, like, smash us out of that. And so, well, that, yeah. and, you know, I think about climate change, I'm thinking about... Um, you know, a lot of the themes of collectivism, individualism that we've kind of seen recently, and um, yeah, definitely. Just always thinking about yeah, the next generation who are going to be carrying the legacy of what older generations leave. Yeah. Um, and the actual image that I was thinking of was like I was in a traffic jam, <laughs> <laughs> like driving along, just in my autopilot state. You know, like not really thinking about very much. Oh, and then, yeah, I know the one working a retail job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then a kid in a car next to me like throws a stone at my window and it smashes my car window. Whoa! And um, Whoa. I, that was that was the image I had in my mind, but it sort of started to pick up more and more better um, ideas from there. Oh wow! So yeah. this wasn't a this was an actual occurrence. It was like an imagined image. In your yeah, mind. well, I I think when I was younger, when I was stuck in traffic jams, I grew up in the UK and. Um, Oh wow! I always used to like look out of my car window at all of the other families and all the other people driving past. Yeah, and just thinking, where are they going? What are they doing? What are they feeling today? Yeah. Um, you know, what are their lives like? Yeah. Do you find? And I think, oh, sorry. sorry. Continue. Yeah, I think I think that was a really good exercise for my mind at, when I was young, and yeah. so it kind of yeah, I just kind of was inspired by that, and then yeah, that that image of just being my reality being smashed open by the next generation kind of came from that wow that's <laughs> a bit long winded yeah sorry for interrupting before and ah. what I was going to ask you is do you think uh, when when creating and getting in that mindset do you do you feel like you need to connect like the way to 
how do I word this? The way to get to your most creative state is connect back to that child uh, that you described because, you know, yeah. it was just, like, natural to you to be like, oh, I wonder where they're going and kind of thing, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think it is. I think um, creativity is so connected to it in a child. And mm. I think curiosity, it's mostly curiosity and um, and, and shifting perspective, I think, as, as a kid is, this happens a lot yeah. and over time I guess we've become more conditioned and our thinking takes on patterns mm. but it's always it's always possible to challenge that yeah um, so yeah I think creativity and and just remaining curious can help yeah I love that I love diving into that sort of realm totally. psychology yeah so in relation to that, how do you know, how do you combine your inner artist child with the kind of, your, like, lived experiences, and, like, how do you know when you're like, oh, that's the lyrics, like, it's the perfect kind of, not the balance, but... Good question, yeah. You know? um, oh, man, I think I think being playful with your process, and, um, like I say, really enjoying happy accidents, <laughs> maybe not planning too much. Yeah. Um, it's always that balance of providing enough structure and form to enable like creativity and um, things to happen around us. Yeah. So, um, but it's it's easy to forget, you know, when we become stressed or yeah. occupied with, with life or things happen. That inner child is the first thing to become a little bit worn down, mm. and so like. Putting things into your life that allow you to play. Yeah. Um, so do you actively yeah. make time for that, like in your routine, when you know you're like, oh, maybe I need to foster this a bit more. Yeah. Oh, good question. Uh, I think just giving yourself music to play creatively, whether it's in your studio, whether it's like dancing around to some music, or like singing mm. a song. I've got. Um, I've got a really silly dog who kind of keeps me very present and, <laughs> and playful. And um, oh, cute! What's the, what's its name? His name's Billy. Oh, beautiful! I know that's, that's maybe a bit embarrassing to admit, but he's <laughs> he's super playful and and fun. And you know, I think a lot of my friends are are also super playful, and we inspire that and encourage that in us in each other. That's really nice. cool, yeah. Yeah. Like young at heart, you know? Yeah, totally. Not taking it too seriously. <laughs> totally. I think gratitude is all part of that as well. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, wow, awesome. Um, oh, anyway, I'll put some more questions about the release. <laughs> so it was um, the video accompanying it. Uh, beautiful connection to it. Directed by Joshua Faleatua. Um Can you tell us something about... Joshua and like his creative perspectives, how they overlapped with yours and Karnan's for this, uh, the single yeah. release. Yeah. Um, so I met Joshua doing, I wrote some music for a dance show earlier this year. Wow. Uh, and I think Joshua had just come back from Melbourne. Um, he's an incredible choreographer, mm. video editor, um, yeah, extreme talent. And um, he cut, he was. In Auckland, I think he was locked down in Auckland and, and couldn't make it to Wellington to video the show, so we sent him a whole bunch of um, videos from the show, and he cut it together. And So, yeah, mm. that's, that's where I really learned how he edits the music. 
and yeah. I really liked it because rather than editing to like phrases, musical phrases, he prioritizes uh, contemporary dance phrases, and mm. I thought I really liked how that sat against music because it allowed more kind of like fluidity. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah. And so I just knew I really wanted to work with him again. And yeah. this tune, I, I knew that he would he would do something really wonderful with. Yeah. So I got in touch with him, sent him a tune, and he really liked it. And then we got on a Zoom and talked about the meaning behind the song. And uh, but we didn't want it to be too prescriptive because we wanted to leave it for him to have his own creative voice. Yeah, like autonomy. Autonomy yeah. and, and I just I love seeing how people respond creatively to to things. Yeah, um, I don't. Yeah, and so he he knew immediately that he wanted to make the video of Villa uh, Lamanu, who's mm. an incredible actor and dancer, and um, we saw something that they'd done together, and we were super keen. Mm. And so yeah, and um, I think Joshua. His provocations to Villa were as non-prescriptive as our provocations to him, mm. and so it was all really open. Again, really playful, um, free, um, and yeah. And I think it, it really it really bolsters both the meaning and the vibe of the song without it being too obvious. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Like you can see. Villa has kind of replicated that fluidity you describe in his own kind of interpretation, the way he moves, and it's so, you know, it's our yeah. type of way. Yeah, and the way he cool. becomes more animated and more conscious. Yeah. It's like a bit of an awakening through, he's sort of on autopilot and, yeah, yeah. And more movement and yeah. animation happens. Yeah. Yeah, when, oh. I first, when I first watched the, the video... When he's walking through the forest and he's kind of like, kind of like twitching and dance. Yeah. I was like, oh, like that looked kind of rhythmic. And then, yes, of course, contemporary dance. He starts like flowing and stuff. And I was like, whoa, that's mm, cool. Yes. Nice, so I highly that's recommend uh, to our listeners out there go watch that video on Blue Riot Records. Am I correct? Facebook yeah, yeah. Page. They've got um, uh, link in our, our Facebook and Instagram bios and. Um, find everything there it's on available on all, on all platforms now so oh excellent yeah, please enjoy it you heard it you heard yeah. it here on Radio 1 guys there you go yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I know yourself that's sick oh I really uh, I appreciate the kind of the provocation kind of concept you've been talking about how it's like uh, through from you and Carnan to Joshua to Villa the kind of letting it be free because uh, yeah. you know we live in such a structured world and that mm-hmm. kills creativity so that's re- that's really interesting really cool yeah I'm glad yeah. we talked about that that's really cool um, yeah and I think it's about create curating the, the right people mm. um, who kind of are on similar kind of similar spaces or wavelengths or and then once you've got the right people mm. you can just let it be what it wants to be yeah that's my motto, anyway. Yeah, that's so special. Wow. So, yeah. how's uh, how's summer looking for you? And are you, do you and Karen are you like planning a tour, kind of? Because yeah, you're both based in Wally, I believe, right? Yeah. No, we haven't got any live shows planned. I think um, yeah. I'm going to go away and 
have a bit of a break over summer and, and allow my brain to kind of reform. I think it's really important for um for fostering you know, that in a in a child that in a yeah resting yeah. <laughs> and then um yeah we're we're gonna get back into we want to write some more things together and pull in a couple more collaborators so watch this space oh awesome oh, I can't wait myself as well that's exciting yeah. thank oh, man. you yeah well I hope you um I hope you have a safe summer and it's been really talking to you Awesome, thanks um, and again, so much for having me. Yeah, again, congratulations on your single release. And I hope the rest of release day is, is awesome from all of us here at Radio 1. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, and personally, thank, thank you, you for the chats about creativity and stuff as well. That's oh. done me well as well. Great questions. Yeah. Thanks so much. Cool. All right. Cool. Kakite. See you soon. Kakite. Bye. Bye. Oh, what an awesome, awesome... Uh, woman, lovely woman. That was Anna Edgington, uh, aka Edie, talking about her electronica release, uh, single release, released today with Karanen Saba, uh, and that's called A Stone's Throw. It's on Blue Riot Records Facebook page and on Spotify. Um, so you heard it here at the one. I'm DJ Roots, you're listening to The Cosmic Drive. Uh, coming up next, we have. A Stone's Throw by Edie and Cardinal Saba. Keep a lock to the one. Radio 191 FM podcast. Find more at r1.co.nz.